This is the Wilson Means Business Podcast, a production of the Wilson Chamber of Commerce, Wilson's premier business network. All right, here we go. Welcome to the Wilson Means Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Simons, president of the Wilson Chamber of Commerce. We're back to normal uh, this week. We have a guest, a very special guest, Jennifer Bird with the Imagination Station. Jennifer, you're not terribly familiar, I don't think, with um, this podcast. So uh, you and I were just talking about all the uh, devastatingly uh, terrible questions I'm going to ask you about the Imagination <laughs> Station. But first, I'm going to ask you some really hard-hitting questions about you. What we like to do is get to know our guests first. Okay. So I'm going to ask you three random questions about you, uh, not about the Imagination Station, but about you. And we're going to see um, how interesting you are as a as a member of our community. So here we go. Our first random question. Um, Oh, here's an interesting one because we're still sort of early in the year. What is the favorite item you've purchased so far this year? The favorite item that I've purchased yeah. so far. Anything this stand year? out to you? Oh goodness. Um, I can tell you the favorite item that I've received as a gift this year. I love it. Let's do that. For Chris, or well, we had Christmas in January this year. With Within the past twelve months. Okay. How about that? Okay. Okay. Uh, my mother-in-law bought me a beautiful little bee home made out of bamboo for uh, car- uh, the, the bumblebees. Yeah. Yes. Oh. So it is just a beautiful little bamboo bee home. That's lovely. And yes. I think probably ties into some stuff uh, maybe at the Imagination Station that we can we do Talk have about bees later. at the museum. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Different types of bees, though. Okay. Well, let's put a pin in that. We'll okay. talk about that in just a second. Okay. Um, all right. Here's a fun one. If you could add anyone to Mount Rushmore, who would it be and why? Doesn't have to be a president. <laughs> doesn't have it to doesn't be. It doesn't have a to be a president, but just anybody, you know, maybe famous from history that you'd like mm. to add to Mount Rushmore. Now that's a difficult one. I think that we should have Someone who is a female on Mount Rushmore. There we go. I like it. Um, someone who has um, done something fantastic in science or with the environment. Okay. I would. I would need. I would need a little bit more time to do my homework to make sure I've got my names right. Okay. But I do know that there. And like I said, her name's drawing a blank on me right now. The uh, female scientist who discovered that almost all matter in our universe is made out of helium and hydrogen okay is is that going to be marie curie it's not marie curie no uh she passed away in 1979 wow she made her discoveries in the 1920s and spent her entire life studying this and i'm drawing a blank on her name. Somebody's listening to the podcast right now shouting at us what that <laughs> name is. So if you if you know the name that Jennifer's referring to, uh, email it to us and uh, we'll both feel um, foolish that we should have she known the name. She should be in every science and history book right up next to Isaac Newton and all of the other great discoverers. Well, she, she sounds like a worthwhile candidate of putting on Mount Rushmore. So there, there you go. let's do that. Okay. Well, you are uh, somebody who's inclined um, to science uh, and, and, and education, uh, so maybe um, maybe you'll have some some really good insight into this final question as we get to know Jennifer Bird of the Imagination State, uh, Station. Uh, what book or movie have you read or seen recently that you would recommend, and why? Mm. Book or movie? 
So I've not spent a whole lot of time reading books or watching movies in the last couple of months, okay. but um, I did really enjoy the book where the crawdads sing. Where the crawdads sing. Okay. It was popular last summer, um, and I that led me to read The Great Alone, which is very similar. Okay. Uh, but it takes place in Alaska. Without giving away uh, any uh, plot important plot elements can you give us a little bit of insight as to what it's about it's about survival survival in it's the alaska wilderness yeah okay all right well th uh that that makes me nervous even thinking about particularly as we're coming off a pandemic you know i don't I, i'm having a hard <laughs> enough time surviving in like civilization i don't know how well i can do um out in the wild well great excellent three things that we didn't know about you before well now we know i don't know how useful that information is but uh it was fun getting to know it anyway so let's talk about the imagination state station um people may not be familiar um with the facility here on nash street so uh, i'm wondering if you could give us kind of the reader's digest version of what uh what it is um maybe people have heard imagination station out there in, in the community and they're not quite sure what it is. So uh, shed some light on that for us, if you would, please. So the imagination station um, was built as a federal courthouse and post office in 1927. Um, in 1989, it became a children's museum here mm -hmm. in Wilson. Uh, 1992, they opened up their doors and named the place the imagination station. Um, it has expanded to now have a history floor on it. It is for all of the population. It's for young families, it's for grandparents, um, it's for everybody. The first floor is all about science. Our second floor has all of our animals and we're actually building on that. We've got mammals that are gonna be coming or we're gonna be showing their faces for the first time this Saturday at the museum. Like actual live living creatures? Yeah, like three, we've got four mammals that are new to the museum. Oh wow. Yes, I'm not gonna give any secrets okay. away. Okay, all right. But all right. we are going to um, have the opportunity to choose a name for one of them because one of them does not have a name yet. Um, well, how, how can people, well, how are you, you gonna choose You have to come in to vote for the name. Oh. And it'll be open for the rest of the month maybe into April. Do you have named candidates? We do, okay, so this mammal is a hedgehog. Um, oh, is that a secret? Are you supposed to tell me that? That's okay, Oh, all right. that's okay, because there's a history behind this hedgehog. Okay. He was uh, a rescue, um, and he had a birth defect on his back hind leg, or right back, right hind leg, okay. and an injury on his left hind leg. So we had to get a double amputation for him, and he has been in recovery. He's been at the museum for a while, just behind closed doors, and he's doing really well. So we've got three very fun name choices for this double amputee hedgehog that we have, and he's only about 10 months old. Oh my gosh. So he's still very young. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine anything cuter than a baby two-legged hedgehog. That yes. is the most adorable thing I've ever heard in We've my life. We've got a squatted hedgehog at the museum. That is amazing. <laughs> so are, can you share with me the names or is that kind of that, state secret? Uh, I'm going to hold on to that okay, until right. Saturday. Fair yes, enough. I am going to hold on to that until Saturday, but he will be out on Saturday along with um, two Holland Lot bunnies and a chinchilla. So oh my gosh. we've got a whole mammal room that's safe for people who are afraid of reptiles. And what date is this? Or are you doing this? This coming Saturday, I believe it's what, the 20th? 23rd. This Saturday's the yeah, 23rd? Yeah, 23rd. Okay. Is it? I don't know. Uh, my days have run together. <laughs> um, but uh, folks, if a baby uh, hedgehog 
double ampute double amputee hedgehog does not get you out of the house and down to the imagination station i don't know what will that sounds amazing well in our animal floor we also feed the snakes every other saturday so this okay. saturday <laughs> at two you can watch jimmy our burmese python the 17 foot long one you can watch him eat on saturday at two Okay. And Salzar and all of our other snakes are eating this Saturday at 2. All right. So I'm familiar with the snake. Now, the snake is sort of a popular exhibit feature at uh, at the museum. I have You have to give our listeners some assurance that the snake and the hedgehog are not going to be anywhere close to They're one another. They're not in the same room whatsoever. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, making me nervous here. Okay, what what other exhibits do you have at, at Imagination Station? Well, our, so our first floor is science. Yep. Our second floor is animals. Our third floor is our history museum. Great. Um, we just opened up an exhibit on um, how germs spread and how diseases were, uh, I guess, cured, taken care of um, in 100 years ago. Yeah, very timely so information. It, it is, but it's... Not necessarily about pandemics or epidemics, okay. just about, like, do you know where the Spanish flu started? Spain, right? It started Kansas. That makes sense, sure. Right. <laughs> um, and it was through a biohazard event right next to a Army training facility at the beginning of World War One. So these soldiers got sick, got better, and then went all over the world to serve in the Army where they then spread this spread the flu, virus. This virus, yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. okay. So it, I mean, this exhibit's full of stuff like that. We've got something called blow germ on the first floor when you first come into the museum. Uh -huh. The idea is that you're going to put this lotion on your hands, and then while you're being socially distanced and safe and keeping your hands off of your face, you'll go up to the third floor and you'll be able to see where you've spread everything wow. that you've touched while you've been in the museum. It also gives us the opportunity as a museum staff to go around and see where people are touching so that we can make sure everything's thoroughly cleaned. That's brilliant. Yes. So, and th this entire floor is all about, like I said, a hundred years ago, what happened? What happened in Wilson? Because it's all about Wilson surrounding communities. We even have a wall of people who died from the Spanish flu um, where you can look for your last name if your family lived in Wilson and find out who they were and when they died. Wow. It's pretty cool. That is really cool. Um, and, you know, just a, a valuable history lesson that, um, you know, some of the stuff that we're experiencing isn't necessarily new things. I mean, this is not unprecedented territory that we're, that we're into, even though it feels that way for all of us. But, um, well, that's, that's very cool. And I guess it goes without saying that the museum has been open or is open currently we um uh, while we're under still some some limited restrictions we're at 50 percent capacity now okay mm -hmm. so when can people go visit the museum what are, what hours are you guys we're open, open tuesday through saturday from nine to five and then on sunday one to four is there admission yes it costs six dollars to get in you can get discounts if you are a teacher or um, a school employee rather uh, in military um, and if you are members at other museums around us, we're part of the ASTC okay. group where if you've got a membership of Marbles, you can get into the Imagination Station at no cost. That is really cool. And if you want to be a part of this organization where you could go to museums across the other parts of the state, you could become a member at our museum to do the same thing. Awesome. And you and I were, were speaking just a little while ago. I mean, there are people in Wilson that that may not even be aware that this museum exists. Meanwhile, 
I know you guys have been a destination for school groups from all over the region for a oh, long yeah. time. I mean, mm -hmm. you get visitors uh, from all over. And Even Virginia and South Carolina. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's really cool. And I, I do. I hear from my colleagues in other parts of the state that, that compliment us on having the Imagination Station here and how cool of a resource it is mm -hmm. and how, you know, they, they wish they had some sort of resource like that in their own community. Um, you have some outdoor features as well. Um, speaking of uh, the bee uh, the bee house that you received for Christmas, um, yes. you guys got a pollinator garden, I we, understand. We are putting in a pollinator garden now. Okay. Um, we have right now shrubs and trees planted and they're starting to bloom and sprout and it's very nice. exciting to see. Um, we are going to be cleaning the with the loading dock doors off. We're getting them resurfaced. Um, a artist from the Good of the Hive, are you familiar with that organization? I'm not, no. Um, he's decided that he wants to paint pictures of bees and murals all over the world, 50,000 all over the world. And I reached out to him and I said, hey, we've got some loading dock doors. It'd be pretty cool if your mural could come out here. And he said, in fact, I've got family that's from Wilson, North Carolina. What? So um, we are going to have a mural put in on our loading dock doors, but I just don't know exactly when that's going to happen. With the pandemic, his schedule has been pushed back tremendously. Yeah. So um, that's pretty exciting. That is exciting. Um, so just driving by, you'll see the mural on our doors. Um, we'll have our big garden. We're partnering with the Wilson Master Gardeners Association. Yep. Yep. Um, no, and they're going to help us. Uh, build containers that we'll be able to put annual and perennial plants in. Um, we, the city has put in a curved sidewalk out there in the garden. Um, Aviant Biosciences is giving us some spent hemp from their CBD facility to use as mulch in the area. Mm -hmm. And we're working with Wilson Community College with their classes and construction to help us build arbors going over this sidewalk and our third arbor is going to have a pterodactyl on top. Wow. And Gig360 is giving our brontosaurus in the front a facelift in the next couple of months. That is beautiful. Let me tell you why I like all that. So, uh, you know, not only is this a convergence of, you know, a lot of different organizations and uh, businesses and, and the community college, the city coming together to, to help out uh, our, our science museum, which is a cool thing. Um, in addition to that, you have uh, sort of the convergence of education, um, agriculture, uh, with you know the importance of bees and pollination uh, to uh, you know an industry and agriculture that is still really important uh, to to Wilson County. Um, the arts, incorporating the arts into this, um, really the convergence of all all things great about Wilson, North Carolina, that's happening. Uh, really in the in the middle of our downtown. So kudos to you. Um, I think that's that's really cool. Oh, thank you. Uh, what else? Uh, what else about the museum do people need to know? Maybe how they can get involved, how they can contribute. Obviously, um, in a in a beautiful old historic building like that, you guys have needs that you have to meet. So how can people um, maybe contribute to the cause over there? The easiest way is to go to our website. Um, it says to be a contributor. How do I get involved? There's a tab up at the top on the right hand side. Um, that allows people to either donate to the pollinator garden specifically, mm -hmm. our animals specifically. We've got an animal ambassador program where you can uh, contribute on different levels to help specific animals. Like if you just want to donate money to help care for the new hedgehog 
then you can adopt the hedgehog for certain amounts. And that goes to his veterinary bills. That goes to paying for his surgery, um, paying for his food and daily care. So um, uh, beyond the animal ambassador program, um, we've got just being a general donation to the museum. Um, so there are a bunch of different ways. It also, that's where memberships can be purchased, items from the gift shop. There are all sorts of different ways on the website, and that's scienceandhistory.org. Um, pretty easy to remember. Absolutely. Well, that is that is really cool, and folks uh, contribute uh, to the Imagination Station. It is, a, a, again, a really cool resource for our community. They do excellent work, um, and if you can't contribute, at least go down there and visit um, and, and take a look at the exhibits and, and see what's going on. Jennifer Bird with the Imagination Station, thank you so much for being a guest on the Wilson Means Business Podcast. We started with uh, three things about you. We're going to close with one thing about Wilson. Um, and the one thing I will share about Wilson is that in April, uh, which is just around the corner, we are celebrating Keep Wilson Beautiful Month. And it just so happens that uh, we have a partner in that effort uh, with Jennifer and uh, Imagination Station has stepped up to, to assist in leading those efforts. Uh, we want to spend the next uh, month at least uh, contributing to just beautifying our community, picking up litter, um, taking advantage of the beautification efforts that are taking place in our community. So uh, the Chamber will be releasing more information uh, about that soon. Uh, follow us on social media to, to stay up to speed on all of that. Uh, if you're interested, uh, we'll be sharing information through Imagination Station as well, through the city, through the county, through NCDOT, the Cooperative Extension, a bunch of other uh, partners who are committed to uh, keeping our community beautiful, um, and picking up uh, areas of our community that uh, maybe um, have been neglected or have, have, doesn't look as good maybe as, as we want it to. So um, be well on the lookout for that. In the meantime, I'm grateful for you listening to the Wilson Means Business Podcast, for supporting the Wilson Chamber of Commerce, and for always supporting local businesses. You've been listening to the Wilson Means Business Podcast, a production of the Wilson Chamber of Commerce. To join the chamber or to learn more about how we're growing one of North Carolina's strongest business communities, find us on social media or visit us at wilsonnchamber.com.